Hi, this is Kara Kading, and as part of the Milliger family, I'd love to introduce you to our new podcast. Everything we do here at Milliger's is done to enhance the lifestyle of our customers. Our products and services add beauty and enjoyment and just make life a little more rewarding. We are first and foremost growers, and one of the things we do best is to open a world of beauty to people through plants. And plants enrich our lives in so many ways, from cleaning our air to making everyone feel better. And everything else that we do or sell gradually evolved from our wanting people to feel better and enjoy life. All right, well, we made it to the middle of August. The podcast has been so much fun to record, and especially being able to do this with my mom. So here we are today with my mom, Chris Reisdorf, and we're just kind of really highlighting, we're moving on to a new season. And that's what I love about Milligers is that there's always something new, right? Always something happening. Well, I hate to say goodbye to summer because it's my favorite time of year, but I'm really looking forward to this fall because we have such fabulous merchandise coming in and some wonderful events. It's going to be great. Great things are coming for fall. It's so much fun to go back in the warehouse and see new merchandise is trickling in all the time. I know it's really hard to talk about fall because we don't want to say goodbye to summer. And there's still so many great things happening out in the greenhouse. Ron Peterson, our head grower, what I love is that he's always growing something new and fresh. So it makes it really easy to be able to replace anything in a container that maybe doesn't look so fresh or obviously container gardening. That's my jam. I love to take care of my containers, put new things in there. Well, right. It used to be that the fall season was just mums. And wow, there's so many wonderful things that we have right now. We have all the echinaceas and perovskias and... Rudbeckias. Yeah. Those look so pretty. Just because they're perennial doesn't mean they can't be put into an annual container. And we can enjoy that all of September and all of October. Generally speaking, we don't have a killing frost until November nowadays. The great month shift. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's happening. Yes, it is. I know. I love it. I love our fall because I think that especially in September, the days can be so warm, but then we get the relief of the coolness at night and makes the plants very happy because they're not as stressed. But in your garden right now, what's your highlight? What's your thing that you're like so excited about? I always talk about the plants that love you back, and those are the ones that outperform any of the others in the garden, and it has to be mandevilla. And for me this year, the big surprise was the amount of salvia I put in because of the hummingbird phenomenon you that's going on. You have hummingbirds just continuously yeah, at your house. they're just there all I'm the a little time. jealous. And it can be any kind of salvia can be the red or the pink or the blue or it's just amazing. And so I'm certainly planning to have more of it. This year, we had a real problem with a family of groundhogs. It turns out that some of their very favorite meals are petunias and calabacoa and things that normally they have in the garden. And even the cosmos, didn't they eat those? Yeah, they eat them. They, they just that. chewed them down. I don't even know how anybody or anything could eat that much in one night. But they just devoured big patches of of garden beds. What's your recommendation for keeping families out of the garden? Is there anything that works for those guys? Well, we have the whole family of Repels All products, whether you use a liquid or a granule, has different ones for whether it's a rodent or a deer or whatever. Anyway, the fox urine is a deterrent for certainly 
you know, people don't like the smell of it themselves initially. I but don't it, like the smell of yeah. fox urine. Yeah, well, urine is. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, but it works. I yeah, mean, if it yeah. means that you can still have uh, well, that you know, that smell dissipates pretty quickly for humans, and we don't continue to smell it. But that's that's what people do. I mean, they're not using traps, and they're not generally shooting anything. So this, this is what we do. <laughs> we know? don't sell any guns yeah, at Milligan's yeah. or slingshots. One thing that makes me sad talking to people is they say, well, I try to make it to the 4th of July for fertilizing my plants, and then I'm just kind of done. I always encourage people that the planting season, when we talk about, you know, saying goodbye to summer, and people maybe think of this window of June, July, and August, but like you said, the growing season for these plants really continues on to September and October. I noticed a huge difference last year when we were fertilizing continually on a regular basis with our annuals especially those seasons. Right, we don't want petunias and calabacoa and plants like that to start to get leggy, and that's what happens if they don't have adequate fertilizer. Of course, we're stopping fertilizing roses at this point, but the other things, things in containers, can be fertilized till the last frost if you have the energy, and the rewards are huge. It's just amazing, the difference. Yeah, I think it's easy enough to do to have in your routine of, being able to mix it in your watering can or hook it on the hose, that sort of thing. I mean, Algo Plus is my favorite just because it is in liquid form. It's that instant boost of nutrition for the plants. Right. That's my favorite too. It's a game changer completely. At one application, you see a difference. And so if you're doing it weekly, the results are just amazing. And for me in my home, just like you, the mandevilla have been my favorite. Hibiscus have still been doing really well. So we've just been kind of continuing to make transitions of taking things out that look tired and putting or maybe highlighting and doing some containers with fall options. Like you said, there's so many more than just mums now. But it's so hard for me to take those out of the container. So I'm just going to leave them for a little bit. Well, you can do a little manicuring. You can groom a little bit and give some of them a haircut and they will come back. They've got plenty of time. Yes. The season still continues. As we move into this new season, we just, of course, got back from the Atlanta gift show where, well, I mean, to be honest, we really bought a lot more spring merchandise for spring 2023, but we still picked up some great things to kind of layer on and add to what we've already bought for fall and Christmas and seeing that merchandise coming in. And it's already being put on the floor. We realize that anybody who truly loves Christmas can look at it any time of the year. It doesn't have to be in the fourth quarter. And so people are excited to see the new selections. And we have, you know, two full containers of Christmas trees in already in no time by the first of September we start putting them up because people who are planning a major purchase like that like to know what their options are and plan for it and think about it and so we cannot get the Christmas out fast enough. Right. And I think um, people know us as a Christmas destination, for sure. I've just helped some people in the store who are going to a graduation party looking for a gift, and we decided on giving them an ornament. You know, had a meaningful purpose for them and being able to give them a Christmas ornament. So if we had those packed away, you know, right. they wouldn't have it. But here's something that they're going to hang on their tree for the rest of their lives that they'll remember you know, that person and their graduation and that memory. So to be able to have those out, I mean, no one loves Christmas more than you do. (laughs) So, well, I am kind of an ornament maniac, but 
I think that most people think of Milligers in terms of our humble beginnings with our first greenhouse. But at the same time, we were always doing Christmas back in the 50s. And in those what times... What did doing Christmas back in the 50s mean? Well, the first thing that I remember is that we received a, a load of evergreens in big bundles, 25-pound bundles that went on the side of our house, and my dad would take them down into the basement. And in those days, the grave sprays that we made for cemeteries, and almost every family would chip in and buy a grave covering or a grave blanket, we called them in those days, for their relatives that were passed. So... There was a, something called a moss bag that was made with sphagnum moss that was tied onto a wooden slab and it was wrapped with string and that held it together and it was moist. So it kept the evergreens that were inserted into it, kept them nice and green for the whole season. So my dad would make the base, which consisted of different types of evergreens. It was mostly balsam in those days. And then my mom would do the decorating and there was all natural materials in those days. It was red ruscus and status that was kind of a grayish color and natural pine cones that they put on a stick. So it was very, very labor-intensive. Labor intensive, my gosh. Then the ribbons, you know, there was always a red bow on the top. And at the time, they were both working other jobs, correct? My dad was working at the post office at that time. And so they would work many hours until 2 in the morning making these sprays. And then my mom and my grandfather, John Milliger, would deliver them to the cemeteries because it had to be done during the daytime. So they would go out and whether it was snowing in those days also, it seemed like they had snow earlier mm-hmm. so the delivery of you know and I helped with that later you know and we would go out into the cemetery would be all covered would be all white and you could just see a few gravestones sticking up and to try to find a grave that you were looking for in that I sea of, yeah it was just and it was cold and windy and it was just I just thought ah this is this is a yeah, hard welcome way. to your future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard way to make a living. Yeah. I don't know. But and grandma also made corsages, didn't she? They had a makeshift table that was nothing more than a probably a used door. And that they elevated on some little legs and that sat in front of the couch. And she had all these little tiny boxes of what was considered corsage material. They would be little tiny bells and little sprigs of holly and some of the, well, they were glass balls and yeah, like almost little, like little tiny ornaments. angels and, oh, just a whole. I mean, because in those days, every woman appeared at Christmas time wearing corsage on her coat. So she would make little tiny ones for the young children, and she would make some that had twice as much material. It had a top and a bottom to it. And would people then come to your house to purchase these, or how did she sell her well, wares? There was the, no like it, farmer's market. Well, but. in the beginning, she took them basically door to door, only it was bar to bar. And she would go into a, and of course she didn't drink at that time at all, She's an old-fashioned girl, by the way. <laughs> so she 
would take in a dozen. And of course, I think she was the prettiest woman ever. And she had a way about her. She was very friendly and yeah, very charismatic, likable person. And so she said she could pretty much sell a dozen corsages to the owner of that bar. And then they would buy them for their wives, maybe because they were coming home late. I don't know. But in yeah. those, you know, here at the bar, I bought you this corsage. Yeah, yes. Merry Christmas. Yes, I thought of you today. And so um, that's how she peddled all those. And she did sell them to the department store, which was Zahn's in Racine, and to the Red Cross Drug and every place she could think of. So I always remember Milliger's origins being equally balanced between Christmas and And, and the actually plants. the plants, yeah. right, and the greenhouses. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Grandma was always, I think, so great in the design department, especially at Christmas time. She would make bows all night long for the Christmas trees and for decorating and, I mean, all of that. She, I remember coming home there at lunch and she would have bags of bows for us to bring up right. to the store. Even after she retired, she made bows. And in those days, we also, I keep saying and in those days because it just, it's been 50 years, you know, <laughs> 60 years that we've been doing it together. And every poinsettia had a bow at that time and we made all of them and we would make about a hundred a night and they would go on little wood picks and that would be inserted into a styrofoam board that was 12 inches by 36 and we would put 50 of those bows on a board so we knew how many we had but that's what it took to keep up with it and there was nobody else it was there were no other employees to even make bows wow and by the time i came along those magical pole bows came into effect. They were already on a stick, and you just pulled that string, and ta-da, there they are. But I don't really see poinsettias with bows on them so much. I mean, they have the nice little sleeve that they're in. Well, fortunately, our design department, are you know, they are just amazing. They continue to make bows, and right now there are over 100 fall bows that are made, Yes, very large ones that will be used on doors or on corn stalks and things like that. So we're trying to keep ahead so that we don't run out in the critical time. Yeah, I think the design department has done a great job, like you said, more than ever of being in anticipation of the season. And so many people come to Milliger's just because I think that so few people can make a bow. When I'm in the design department, though, I hear so many times come and say, can you make me a bow? And Or for their trees. I think right. bows look so pretty on the trees and that sort of thing. Well, last year we had a couple of really popular workshops that were designed for people to create something for their door. And so this year we'll be doing the same thing for fall wreath or some kind of door swag. And also then we have lots of things planned for Christmas. Right. I mean, one thing that we're known for, of course, is all of the fun workshops and events that we have coming up here for the fall and holiday season. One of our most magical events is our farm to table that's coming up on September 10th. I mean, to be in the greenhouse that night with all the lights and it's just magical. Bray's restaurant is doing the food and live music with Sippos and Young Band. I don't know why we call it this, but it's in our Cravo greenhouse, which is really removed from our retail area. Well, it's called the Cravo because that's the manufacturer. Oh, can't yeah. we come up with a different name? <laughs> I know, <laughs> we should call it our, yeah. Because it gets called the, the cradle and yeah, all sorts of different things but. that was put up in 1999 and so it, it is still considered a state-of-the-art structure and with the retractable roof 
it can be. Like you say, it's so magical at night. And I'm really glad that we moved the farm to table to September because it's assuredly cool and it gets dark earlier so that you can um, see the stars at night. Right. And all the lighting that we do in addition to it will be so much more evident. The setting is just that much more. Yeah, I can't wait for it. It's always a sold out event. It's going to be great. So we're going to have a few changes going for decorating ideas and things like that this year. I'm excited for and layout and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then we move on to, like you said, the other workshops for fall, introducing these new wreaths, the fashion shows. I'm just so thankful that they've returned and we're back into our routine again of having them at both stores. We have at our Sturdivant location will be Saturday, October 29th. And then our Racine location will be Saturday, November 5th. The clothing department, I mean, I always gravitate to the clothing department because I love the clothes there, shoes, accessories, all those things. But just like all the departments at Milligers, there's always something fresh and new coming in, unique items that you're not going to find anywhere else. And um, Well, there's something to be said for feeling the fabric. Um, and I have made the mistake of trying to order something online that looked really appealing at about... 1 30 in the morning and thinking oh I think this looks really fabulous and it's only $29 well then it came and it's I know I wore it once and then yeah, it's hanging in my like closet and I'm like ugh I really don't it's you know it gets misshapen and I don't really want to wear it again and it's not soft and it's not I don't know it's just well not. that's the first thing we do we you know my mom and I are the exclusive clothing and shoe buyers for the store and the first thing we ask is can I feel the fabric? You know, This is such a great ladies' day together. And people will contact their relatives and they'll come, we know, from neighboring states. And just to be here that day, because it's over $5,000 in prizes at both stores. Then to see all the clothing on instead of just hanging on a hanger. Right, makes a such a difference. Deal. And we've already got our gift, which we firmed up that order in... I don't know, it was April or May, in order to get it on time with, you know. The volume that we order. Yeah. So everyone, when you buy your ticket, you get not only special discounts and milligram money to spend in the department, but you also get an exclusive gift. So we work on making that a fun item and something exclusive. And Yeah, it's like a $45 gift. So we basically pay you to come to this fashion show. <laughs> it doesn't really cost anything. By the time you consider all the discounts, free gift certificate and the free gift. All spring when I was in the greenhouse, people would come up to me and say, you know, I was at your fashion show and I would just, and for some people they say, I've been there, you know, 16 times. And some people said, this is the first one we went to. And regardless of what that level of experience was, they all were still talking about the fashion show months later. That's kind of what Milligers does is we try to enhance your lifestyle and provide products that make you just feel good. Exactly. Yes, it's such a fun day. I know people are already asking about the date and wanting to reserve it. Our models love the show too, so they're already all booked and making sure that their calendars are clear to be able to be here for the event, but that's probably one of our biggest biggest events mm-hmm. that we have. And then I'm really looking forward to getting on the schedule all of the winter workshops where people get to actually decorate their own fresh greens. Last year, we had so much fun with all the different, what were they, elves? And what were the three different ones they could pick from? I don't know, some different well, it was characters. was a snowman and, oh, yeah, and snowman. an elf and a gnome, three, three different ones. So, But we're always selecting merchandise with the idea of creating something that people would be easy to do 
and yet look professionally done when they leave here with a project. You can be proud of it and let people know that you made it. That's great. Well, check out our website at milligers.com for all event details. And we will be adding those and updating that within the next month or so of all of our winter workshops and getting those dates firmed up. Any questions you have, you can email me, Kara Kading at gardengirl at milligers.com. We'd love to hear your questions or what you'd love to hear on the podcast. We're having so much fun connecting with you in this new way and hope that you're enjoying it. Thanks, Mom, for being here with me today. My pleasure. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest information and happenings here at Milligers. You can find out more details about our events on our website at milligers.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us your suggested topics and questions to me at gardengirl at milligers.com. Thanks again for listening and just keep growing.